Dolphins are considered to be one of the smartest creatures in the world, some even saying second only to us humans. But how smart are they? Or how smart can they be? And how smart were we in the 60s? This week, we're looking into the Dolphin House experiment on St. Thomas Island, where they tried talking with dolphins. Hello, everyone. An unusual uh, cut in before the episode. We just want to let you know that while this one is not like gory or anything, um, it's probably not suitable for children. uh, And there's some content in it that might be a bit icky. So please be careful uh, with ears listening to this that maybe are a little bit younger. Uh, Anyway, into the episode. I just remembered the seed idea for this episode <laughs> that you can, that you had that we've both heard. Hey? Isn't it the, the house that they like? Yeah. Yeah. This is okay. the, yeah. Yeah. All right. This is going to be a banger of an episode, so guys. you know a little bit of this episode? I know a little bit. I know enough to know that we're going to have fun with this one. Okay, good. That was the plan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You guys are going to enjoy so this if you, episode. So if you know of this story, yeah, there's, uh, there's some good stuff coming. Yeah. Oh, um, man, I want to spoil it straight away, but I don't want to. <laughs> no, no, leave it leave it for the reveal. I've got, <laughs> I've got the reveal in there. So okay. how are you, boy? I'm good, boy. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I have had, we've had um, in Queensland where we live uh, three back-to-back, four back-to-back short weeks because we yep. had Easter, so Friday, Monday. Yep. Then the next week we had Anzac Day yep. and the next week we had Labor Day. So we had- Four public holidays, bank holidays, whatever you want to call them, wherever yep. you live, in a row, uh, like four weeks that were shortened in a row, and it's been awesome. Uh, I've had a bit extra because I had. Oh, that's right, because you barely work. Yeah, I had yesterday off to take my daughter to like districts cross country. Yeah, how'd she do? Uh, she came twentieth. Nice. So that's not too bad. Twenty good in districts. In all of Ipswich, like mm. yeah. So she came fourth the week before, and I never did that well. The school, like multiple schools for the yeah. Uh, Western Rangers or whatever she was in. Mm. You come fourth there and then, yeah, went to district. So, and she hasn't trained for it or anything like that. So, she did yeah. pretty good. Good job. Um, And then, yeah, I got my RDO on Monday. Yep. And there's another public holiday next Friday. So, it's another three-day week for me. Is week. there another? Oh, it's Ipswich Show. Ipswich Show. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't get that one. No. Barely any of our listeners will get that one. Uh, no, but for me, it was a three-day work week this week and a three-day work week next week. So, it's not too bad. John's working like a public servant. Oh, you pretty much am. Um, My dad's a public servant. He'll <laughs> like that. I used to be a public servant. <laughs> oh, you did. And then Campbell Newman said, get out of here. Yeah. We don't want you. Yep. No, we didn't sack anyone. Redundancies? Forced redundancies. Ah, yeah. But he didn't sack anyone. Yeah. But this is getting a bit, uh, get a bit, bit close to the uh, close to the, <laughs> the election here, boy. Oh, yes, yes. There is an election coming up. We've seen. I've seen my local federal member this morning outside of a train station. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. Who who is that? Ah, oh, doesn't matter. Okay. <laughs> people who know will get that. Yeah. A few people will get that one. Um I was gonna bring something. Oh, feedback from last week, boy. Have you had any feedback from last week? Like no. how, how did Jazz feel about Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, sorry, Jazz. Oh, um, yeah, Jazz on. was pretty happy with it actually. Was he? Yeah. Just- I think because it's been weeks since she initially said it was coming. Um yeah, no, she liked it. I think it was good. Um, I had fun making it. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And I feel like it, it turned out well. Yeah, it did turn out well. I, I listened to every episode that we released because I'm, I know you listen to it because you, yep. you have to edit it. I listened to it multiple times. Um, and I like to listen after it's released to see how the edit turns out. And it was a good one. Yeah. I had fun with that one. So we're talking dolphins this week, boy. Yep. Um, Big old splashy boys. Do you remember a few weeks back we had that games night? Yeah. And the question... Uh, SeaWorld, what comes to your mind when you think of SeaWorld comes up? Yep. I'm finding out I am not a majority. I am a very small minority. Whales is- So you thought dolphins- Most people people who haven't seen Blackfish say dolphins. Yeah. There was one weirdo at work that said jet skis because he's a Gold Coast kid. Okay. Um, People who have seen Blackfish say orcas. I say polar bear. I think. Oh, that's right. You did say polar when bear. When I think SeaWorld, because I'm in Queensland where the polar bear is, yeah. I think polar bear. Mm. Apparently, I'm a friggin' weirdo. No, I think dolphins is a popular one, and we don't have killer whales. No. Vast majority Australian of people SeaWorld. that I've spoken to say dolphins. Mm-hmm. Some people will say orca if they're so inclined to watch that documentary. Well, since you brought it up, have you seen the dolphin show at SeaWorld? Yeah. 
pretty good, eh? Yeah. It's, it's really good. I mean, yeah, it's, it's really well-trained dolphins doing stuff. Yeah, I know. But they're, they're smart animals, eh? Well, yeah, we're going to get into yeah. that. They are smart animals. Um, and they're, like, vicious if they want to be. They can beat off a shark. Yeah, they just kind of, like, ram into them. Yeah. Yeah, multiple. Um, yeah. Um, well, what about any other animals out there, like- Like uh, ocean animals? Well, in SeaWorld in particular. Oh, I know love the, the penguins. The sea lion show's pretty good. They're quite smart as well yep. and well-trained. Yep. I know Kirsty really Whenever likes I think lions. of sea lions, I think of underwater world, though. Oh, okay. I've never, yeah. I don't think I've ever been to underwater world. Oh, underwater world's great. Yeah, right. Yeah, I went there once and there was a car, but it wasn't a car. It was a fish tank. It was awesome. Cool. They'd, like, sealed up a Honda- Jazz or something and filled it with water. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it was little fishies. Good. So, what would you say your favorite oceanic animal would be? Um, since we're on the ocean thing, oceanic with animal favorite oceanic animal polar bear. I class that as an oceanic animal. It lives like by the ocean or yeah, I'd probably go with um. I'm trying to think of a real Gumby one, like the the <laughs> elephant seal, a Gumby one. So like yeah, like walruses a, are pretty dope. Um. Uh, like a dugong. Yeah, dugong's good. <laughs> dugong's good. Um, you ever seen a turtle? Yes. In heaps of turtles. Like in the actual water. Like, like a sea turtle. In, in the ocean, not captive. Uh, no, I don't believe so. Yeah, I've swum with a turtle once. Yeah? Yeah. Have you swam with any dolphins? No. Because you can do that with wild dolphins in Queensland again. Um, yeah. Tourism Queensland, if you want to sponsor this episode. Um, Please do. Because we've mentioned Underwater World, Sea World. Now we're about to mention Tangaluma Resort. Yeah. Yeah. On Just Morton everyone Island. remember that uh, Queensland's open for business. Let's get yes. out there and uh, support your local tourist we'll, attraction. I've done so this year. Maybe you should too. We'll send this episode off to, like I said, Tourism Queensland. They can listen to the first yeah. five minutes. And, and look, if you want to say we're the a end of the episode. <laughs> if you want to say that we're a Queensland attraction, go right oh, ahead. I, I believe we I'm are. I'm not going to say it. Okay. I'll leave that open for interpretation <laughs> from others. But yes, you can have a wild dolphin experience at Tangalinga. Yeah. Uh, resort at Morton oh, Island. I always forget they're wild. Yeah, they just come up yeah. to the beach and I think there's feeding. I've never done it, but yeah. there's feeding and stuff there. And they go a bit ape, don't they? I'm not sure. Yeah, anyway, I've also never gone to Tangaluma, mm. so there you go. Uh, my two, yeah, two, two glowing endorsements yeah. from people who have never been there. <laughs> Sounds great, never been there. <laughs> <laughs> been to Sea World, that's great. Um, my favourite animal would be the sea otter. Yeah, otters oh, are pretty good. I love otters. Yeah, otters, otters are, are cool. Otters are cool. Look cute. Cute little guys. This is like a an ocean cat, really. I suppose aren't they? They really are, aren't they? Like catch stuff and like cuddle it and, and yeah, sunbake on their back and yeah. yeah. I mean, how can you go past a seahorse? Like, what's up with that? Oh, they're weird creatures. Aren't yeah, they? they don't look real. Yeah, like a sea dragon. Yeah, well, if sea dragons are even worse. Yeah. yeah, I think they're part of the. Family. They are part of the dragon family. Yep, seahorse family. So yeah, but um, you want to get into into the story? Have you got a pun? Have you been working on a pun while we've just been chatting? Splish splash! I was taking a podcast. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what relevance has that got look, to do? I don't. Oh, me, I could see because you. I immediately thought dive on in. Okay, well, let's well, dive in one. and make a splash. That's a good one. That's not though, because it's so bleedingly obvious. Yeah, but that's what we've been doing. Let me swim on over to that story island you've got over there, boy. Okay. I'll take that one. That's all right. Yeah. Let me um let me get my boat, put it in forward gear, and I'll just <laughs> over towards you. And then you're going too far now. Oh, now I've got to turn around, back it up slowly in a boat because they're very slow in reverse. That's not what I meant by too far. I just Maybe I'm on a jet ski. I can do that turn in The turn real in quick position. turn? Well, no, like when they're not moving and you can just turn them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I've lined back up with you. <laughs> Tied up a little rope. Mm-hmm. Lined this, like navigated by the stars. Well, well that was, no, I'm on a jet was, ski. That was last week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going to start this tale. Just to be clear, the puns are over. Okay. Okay. Sure. We're going to start this tale. <laughs> I'm so excited for this one. <laughs> we're going to start this tale with the guys who I, with the guy whose idea this was. Mm. Just remember this guy when we're laughing a lot later. Okay. And just think, was this his intention? <laughs> <laughs> he ran this operation. Yeah. Dr. John Lilly. Actually, I've got Dr. John Lilly down, but I don't think I've ever- I don't know if he's got a doctorate. I think he's a neuroscientist, so he might do. I mean, I don't sure. refer to him as doctor for the rest of the thing. Oh, okay. Dr. John Lilly. All right. He became interested in relating to these animals after coming face to face with a beached pilot whale near his home in 1949. Relating to them, eh? He couldn't believe the size of the animal's brain and wondered how intelligent the animal could be. Wait, was it dead? Uh, no, it was just beached. 
But how do you know how big its brain was? That's a good question. Maybe it was dead. I think he dissected this mm, animal on the beach. Uh, hey, look. This is the time in science where everybody was like correlating brain size and what the brain could do. Yeah, intelligence. Yeah, right. And researchers were like, whoa, big brain, huh? Cool. Okay. That was a quote I got off the website. <laughs> yeah. That's what they said in 1950. Um, was it 50? Uh, 49, yeah. About yeah. That. So we're in the- That's the language they were using back then, kids. Yeah. So most of this story is happening in the early 60s. Sure. Um, and this is the family of animals, the creatins, I think it's pronounced, which is oh, like sure. your, your whales, yep. dolphins. Okay. Those kind of like ocean mammals. Yep. All right. I've never heard that before. Neither have I. It was just- Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at every opportunity in the years that followed, John Lee and wife Mary would charter sailboats and cruise the Caribbean looking for other big brain marine mammals to observe. Okay. It was just on such a trip in the late 1950s that the Lilies came across Marine Studios in Miami, the first place to keep the bottlenose dolphin in captivity. Okay. So they've been looking for brains. Yeah. So they're really zombies. And then they come across this like, well, let's just say it, dolphin jail. Yeah, I suppose. Uh, no, Marine Studios were using um, dolphins for movies and TV, really. Oh, of course, Dolphin Studios. Yes. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yep. Where was this? Florida? It, Miami, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm in Miami. Yeah. <laughs> At this time, dolphins were considered to be a pest. Okay. They were in direct competition with fishermen. Oh, okay. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I pictured them like moths. No. <laughs> Flopping out of the water under the boat. Like, <laughs> no, that just pretty much because they're in direct competition with yeah, like the fishing, snapping the, the fish. fishing industry. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but in the tanks of marine studios, the dolphins' playful nature and their ability to learn tricks quickly made them hard to dislike. Yeah. So this place was kind of changing. So if they were stupid, poof. oh yeah, yeah, not good. No, it would probably mm. be eating dolphin right now. You think what that would taste I, like? Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> eat a dolphin. No, I don't want to eat a dolphin either. What like why is dolphin not okay but fish okay? What's uh, up with that? I was gonna say because dolphins are mammal, but cows are mammals. Yeah. Why is whale not okay? These mm. are things I now well, need people, to know. No, I do believe people do eat whale. You have whale. Oh, dude! If you tell people you're eating whale, people are not happy. I think. No, no, could- uh, no uh, maybe that. But isn't the whale like blubber used for something? Like no oil and stuff. That's the like- whole reason why like everyone's kind of dirty at Japan. Okay. Remember Greenpeace? Yeah, I know. Sea Shepherd? I thought they used it in Alaska as well. Oh, probably, but Speaking of whales, do you remember do you remember the story of the beach whale in that American town that like the exploded? Huge, yeah, they yeah. they blew up because they didn't know what to do with it. Oh, they did blow it up. They didn't blew they? it up. They yeah, put explosives in it. That didn't go well. They used far too much yeah. explosives. So was it a blue whale? I'm not sure what kind was of whale. It was a sperm whale. Possibly. It was yeah. large and they didn't know what to do with it, so they and it was starting to rot. Yeah, they chucked it full of explosives and blew it up. Yeah. And how do you think that would go? Uh, it rained down chunks it's of whale. It's rain and whale. <laughs> and I think- Hallelujah, but not really. I think they found a crushed car three miles yeah. away by like a chunk yeah. of whale. <laughs> yeah. And it was like a, it was a hefty chunk. There is a video. This might end up in the link tree. Yeah, it goes up big. Yeah. There's, there's and a- then everyone's just like, oh, yeah, it's raining it's whale. Rain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's raining whale. <laughs> it just reminded me of that story. There's, oh, that video is that ridiculous. Would, that would have been a good little bit. Just like, how did they get to that oh, situation? I don't know. We might explore you know that. that. Like, you know that cliche of just like, yeah, there, that's me. You might be wondering how I got here. Just like plungering there. No, it's just someone like on the ground with a chunk of whale or something. Lying on the ground looking up at a chunk of whale coming down. Okay. So here for the first time, the lilies had a chance to study the brains of live dolphins. Okay. Mapping their cerebral cortex using fine probes. Oh. Which which had- Oh. Yeah. Um, which oh, geez. Yeah, which he'd first developed for his work on the brains of rhesus monkeys. Okay. Some sort of small monkey. Uh, that's really uncomfortable. Oh, that's now not, that the, I think about that's it. not the worst of it. I'm sure it's not. They were unable to sedate dolphins because the- Physiology uh, like stops them from being sedated, sedated like anesthesia uh, and stuff like that. Oh no! Uh, because I've actually written it down. They yeah. stop breathing under anesthesia. Oh, uh, so I guess that, it's not really a natural state, is it? No. So the breathing. Um, well, I go into this later on, a bit of foreboding here, but I'll mention it now since we're talking about it. Um, dolphins don't 
automatically breathe like us. Yeah. They have it's to, a conscious thing. It's a conscious thing because mm. they breathe air. Because, yeah, they go underwater. And, yeah. Yeah. So it's not just like now you, Now we're thinking it and now you're listening to us thinking about it. Like, Yeah. Actually just think about your breathing. Yeah. It let's, just, let's just take a moment to just think about our breathing. Breathe in. Two, three, four. Hold. Two, three. Feel free to stop me any moment, boy. <laughs> now I want to see how long you're going to do this. Three, four, hold. Two, three. It's really four. awkward when you start thinking about your breathing because then it's just. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they don't automatically breathe. So, um, under anesthesia, they just asphyxiate. Asphyxiate. Thank you. Oh, I, even I stuffed it up. Asphyxiate. Yeah. Yes, that's the one. So, the brain mapping work wasn't easy for either animal or scientist. And the research didn't always end well for the marine mammals. Of course not. And their brains probed. Mm. But Probing very rarely ends well. Like, what kind of probing? Think about a situation where a body gets probed and it ends well. Um, Like a biopsy. That's not really a probing. We get this. No, it's taking something out. Probe is just in and out. Okay, just like a stab. Yeah, kind of. Acupuncture. Yeah, okay. All right. Sure. All right, you blew that open. (laughs) Isn't there some sort of electro- I just feel like if you use the word probe, it's yeah. not going well. No, you don't use probe. You, no. you don't go, I'm going to go for a probing session. Yeah. And then you're going for acupuncture or something. Yeah. On one occasion in 1957, the research would take a different course, which would change John and Mary's lives forever. Sure. In one of the tests, Mary observed the dolphin while in the operating theater go, wah, wah, wah. Okay. Wah, wah, what are you doing to yeah. my brain? <laughs> uh uh, uh, this is, uh, what, what have I got written here? John's obviously put a lot of effort into his script. Mm. <laughs> this made sense when I wrote it. Uh, so we go, wow, 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 like John. This, his assistant, Alice. So his assistant, Alice, would reply to the dolphin. Um, Wait, I, so what was it saying? Wah, wah, wah. It, yeah, that's, that's what they had written down, going like, wah, wah, wah. Okay. Um, and then the assistant, Alice, would reply in a high tone of voice and the dolphin would kind of imitate the tone of voice. Okay. So they noticed that there was, was some course res- okay. response. Yeah. John reasoned that it was possible that the behavior was an ambition on the dolphin's part to communicate with humans around it, probably telling them to stop poking shit in my brain. Yeah. Boy, that hurts. Maybe cut it out. Thanks. Sorry for the swearing, but... <laughs> Is this still the 50s? Yes. This was yeah. in 57. That hurts, see? <laughs> you can do your 50s voice. Pull that out of my brain, see? <laughs> On the back of this theorised interspecies communication, mm. John published a book in 1961 called Man and Dolphin. Okay, so they hear one thing mm-hmm. and they're like, book deal time. <laughs> you, should, you should hear what they put in this book. Okay. It's, it's great. So it's called Man and Dolphin. Yep. Yeah. The idea of talking dolphins eager to tell us something, captured the public's imagination and the book became a bestseller. Of course it did. Because what else are you doing in the 50s? Mm-hmm. Well, it's 61 now, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Early 60s. So man's not really getting close to the moon yet. It's another eight years Vietnam's away. Vietnam's not happening. Korea's just sort of finishing up, I think. Maybe it's happening. There's not much going on. So man and dolphin yep. inferred Mary Lilly's initial observation of dolphins mimicking human voices. Were the Beatles out at this point? Oh, could have been. When was the Beatles' first album? I'll pause and wait for this. 63, I'm going to guess. You reckon 63? Yeah. I reckon it's going to be like, I reckon it's going to be later than you think. I reckon like 68. They sparked the Beatlemania phenomenon in 1963. Good job. They broke up in 70. 1970. The man landed on the moon. They went, that's enough. Beatles. There you go. International superstardom in 1964. So, really, the Beatles were six years. That's not very long, is it? No, that's a high school run. Mm. Wait. No, high school's six years it's now, six isn't it? It's six years now, yeah. Oh, all right, so it's a high school run. So, yeah, um, like I said, the book was detailing dolphins mimicking human voices right through to teaching them to speak English and ultimately to, uh, this is word again, create creation to that yep. family chair in the United Nations. Oh, where all marine mammals would have an enlightened input in the world affairs, widening our perspective on everything from science to history, economics, and current affairs. 
I've heard this joked about a lot and now I know where it's come from. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the Simpsons might have mocked this up. Uh, okay. I, yeah. Okay, so now that I've gotten past that moment of realisation, so they actually put in this book- Yes, a theory- a th- a theory that dolphins were going to be able to talk so well that they could sit at the United Nations. Yes, and be uh, representative for all marine mammals. And, like, this is 60 years ago. Yeah. This is not the mid-1800s when everyone no. was high on cocaine because that's what doctors thought fixed you. This is 60 years ago. I guess this is the LSD period, but, like, come on. One really? The, one of the other things was mentioned that- um, We knew a bit more than to think that maybe <laughs> dolphins could sit at the United Nations. <laughs> what? There was a little bit more. That was the- well, you, that was- This makes everything that happened in the 60s <laughs> way more, way more incredible. That people were thinking this crap at the same time as people at NASA were like, let's get that rocket going. Yeah, well, NASA's about to pop up. Oh, no. Um, but first, yep. one of the other things was in the book was stuff like revolutionising. That's not a word. Revolution. Revolutionising. the fishing industry using dolphin, like being able to speak with dolphins so oh, they could help yep. okay. fishing and stuff like that. But right. the, the, the- So militarising dolphins. The, uh, the ultimate was having a UN seat for marine mammals. Okay. <laughs> it's crazy. Why would they- Yeah, okay. Well, it, it's it's a nice dream. If you, it just, it just feels like a really big leap. Oh, it's a huge leap. You hear a dolphin go wah wah wah, and they're like, <laughs> "Holy crap! Get that guy a United Nations seat." Yeah, well, that was obviously the pipe dream. But like, yeah. you can see the benefits of being able to have communication with animals. Sure, to be able to speak to. Yeah, I mean, this is basically Aquaman. Yeah, I suppose, mm. but not just dolphins. Like, what other animals do you reckon would benefit from having a United Nations seat? Like. Gorillas or some sort of forest animal to- Yeah, I mean, now you're starting to talk about who should be the representative for animals. Mm. So now you're going to have to have an election and, geez, it's very similar. Well, you'd have an animal as a representative for animals, wouldn't you? Yeah, and then you've got to choose- If you could communicate with them. Well, then it's like, well, who's the smartest animal? Well, then <laughs> does, it, does smartness matter or is it political acumen? And then you've got to put these animals through like political training and they're going to have to get PR training and it just very quickly snowballs to a lot of work. Okay. <laughs> you went down a road with that. I'm just thinking about the, <laughs> like the logistics of this immediately become problematic. Like these dolphins, right? They're not going to have any idea about geopolitical situations. Yeah, I suppose. They're not going to understand why the Soviets and America don't like each other. So they might just put their foot in their mouth. And then, who feet. are the- They have feet now. They're flippers, whatever. All, all of a sudden, they're then, the who are the dolphins going to side with? <laughs> are they going to be communist? Are they going to be democratic? Yeah, they, we yeah. don't- You're opening a very big can they of worms. They could be socialists. Very big can of worms that you're opening here. <laughs> what if they've got a monarchy we don't know about? Dolphin king. Yeah. Dolphin king and queen, I should say. Which you don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, that was- uh, This is too much to think about. <laughs> This was this- uh, Lucky neuros- this wasn't true. <laughs> true, yeah, lucky. I can't live in a world where I'm told what to do by a damn dolphin. Fair enough. This is a South Park episode. Is it? Yeah, where dolphins take over. I know, yeah, I know there's like episodes of something dolphins take <laughs> yeah. over. Yeah, they crawl out of the ocean or something. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> they might have got- This got is a South Park episode. <laughs> Put that in the link tree. Okay. <laughs> um- See what I mean? It's referenced everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So this book caught the attention of another group of scientists. Frank Day okay. said he was very impressed with it. He had just completed his first of his own experiments to try and detect signals from extraterrestrial civilizations using a radio telescope. All right. The book interested him as, it, as he saw parallels between the Lily's work and his own. The correlation helped Lily gain <laughs> I financial- see a few parallels. The correlation helped Lily gain financial backing from NASA and he was able to open his new lab in the Caribbean in 1963. Oh, no, NASA. The NASA has just dumped a bunch of money into the dude who said dolphins Dolphins can be in the UN. You know, this just goes to show that NASA maybe had a little bit too much money at the time. (laughs) This- This- This is only only six years before the- So, they're full- You know what this screams of? You know what this screams of? Yeah. End of year budget. 
where they're just like, if we don't spend this money, we don't get get it it next year. (laughs) Somebody go find the talking dolphin guy and just give him a million bucks. I don't know how much money he was funded, but NASA funded the research we're about to go into. How about we get the alien guy and the dolphin guy and team them up, just see what happens. Yeah. I would have thought you would have known about this guy, like doing the, I think he was using radio telescopes to search. I mean, a few people have done that. A couple of things, yeah. Yeah. He was like the first one to be doing it. Um, So, yeah, NASA funded this research. And, again, like you said, remember when we get into it. Remember the guy at the start? NASA funded this. Remember NASA's involved in this (laughs) because, boy, does it get further off the rails. And they're full, like I said, they're full on moon landing. Yeah, they'd be doing the Mercury program at this point. in 1963. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think NASA at this point would have been doing Mercury. So... And the funny thing was, too, like you think about, they're trying to get dolphins to talk. How would you expect them to get dolphins to talk? Like, I, I don't know. How, how would you expect the dolphin to talk, I should say? How would I expect them to get dolphins to talk? Like, how would the dolphins talk? I mean, it's going to have to be like their high-pitched squeaking, right? Yeah, like speaking out of their mouth. Oh, no. They're trying to get, they're trying, they're trying to get them to talk, talk out through the blowhole. Because that's where the air's coming out. But that's not where the sound comes uh, out. I don't know. But the, that was the thing. They're trying to get them to talk through the blowhole. So just to be clear, <laughs> the NASA's Mercury program, yeah. like the program that sent the first American into space and the first orbit of the freaking planet Earth that eventually led to man landing on the moon, the pro- Project Mercury finished in 1963. So this project finishes- I'm see- I'm thinking there's some budget circles there, <laughs> and they're like, let's just get anything in the door. Yeah. What's the craziest? Someone sitting there at NASA HQ is going, what's the craziest thing that we could get funding for? What are we? What are we seeing? Well, I've seen this bloke who's trying to get dolphins to talk. <laughs> Fund it. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Rubber stamp. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I might. Uh, I don't know whether what I think about NASA funding that, but let's keep going. <laughs> So now this is where the other main person of the story enters. Enters okay. Margaret Lovett. All right. She lived on the island. I'll bet she loved it. Mm. Remember that for later. She lived on the island where she was told of a secret NASA base or lab. Yeah. And she decided- Can you to- imagine what she thought? Like what she thought when she heard secret well, NASA ba- base? I'm about to tell you. She okay. kind of just went, well, I'm just going to go rock up. Yeah. And she did. She just went okay. rocked up to the lab. Uh, there she met the lab. Did labs. she know it wasn't space? Yes. Okay. There she met the lab's director, Gregory Bateson, whom questioned Lovett's presence, to which she replied, well, I heard you had dolphins, and I thought I'd come and see if there was anything I could do. She's a horse girl, but dolphins. Well, she's actually a cat girl, because she was sent- Aren't we all? (laughs) You just called yourself a cat girl. I'm going to leave that one alone. I said, aren't we all? Yeah, okay. Um, She was saying that when she was younger, she read a book called Miss Kelly, which was about a talking cat. Okay. So that's kind of- Jeez, ins- I don't want cats of the United Nations. Yeah, that was kind of her inspiration for rocking up to these dolphins. Right. Um, what qualifications did she have? None. Bateson allowed her. <laughs> Bateson allowed That's her. so much better. <laughs> Just this crazy cat lady. She's like, I want to talk to dolphins. Well, she was early 20s at this time. Bateson allowed her to observe the dolphins and asked her to take notes. Okay. Even though she had no scientific training or experience, um, but it was stated that she was very insightful with her observations and she was given an open invitation to the lab. Okay. Yeah, so, she's no experience. She just went, hey, you got dolphins. I like dolphins. So and she First of all, security's not tight. No. <laughs> Second of all, the bar's low. And third of all, can you imagine what she would be like to talk to at a party? She'd be so much fun. You reckon? Because she's insane. <laughs> she's like, I read this book about a talking cat when I was a kid. It's defined my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> I don't think she was insane. <laughs> anyway, this is the lab that would become known as Dolphin House or Dolphinarium. <laughs> okay. That's what it was called. I'm starting to get a bit giggly, but Dolphinarium. <laughs> it housed three bottlenose dolphins, all with their own personalities. Sick. Peter, a young, naughty male. <laughs> Pamela, a shy and fearful female. And Sissy, pushy, loud, she ran the show and she was also the biggest dolphin. Okay. So, English lesson. Naughty male dolphin. <laughs> Stop it, please. <laughs> Give it away. Too naughty. 
English lessons would continue for the Dolphins without much luck. So, <laughs> what? Just that sentence. Yeah, I chucked it in there just for a little, just for a little a nugget. Like, I need to reset it because I'm just I'm giggling <laughs> at everything. I need to calm down. Yeah, good. Love it. Then had the idea that maybe she could live with them. So they were doing these English lessons. They'd have, um, and just she thought she could live with them. Yes. Just remember when you said I don't think she was insane. <laughs> well, she had reasoning. So yeah, she thought um, you know spending more time in direct contact would be beneficial to teaching them to speak, uh, like a mother and a small child learning 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 to speak. Yeah. In hopes that, you know, much more time together with the dolphin, they would be be able to pick up the speak. Like, she just wanted to ha- be yeah. there doing- norm- Spend more time. Normal thing, making human noises in spend the- Spend more time in contact with the yeah. dolphins. Yep. So, the lab was kind of set up with, uh, it was like an ocean pool downstairs yep. and a house above it. Like, over How the top Yeah. Yeah. Well, NASA funded it. They got money. Mm. They got bank. Surely this doesn't exist anymore. So Lovett's idea was that she would flood the house part, flood the upstairs. So they uh, oh, waterproofed. Geez. Yep. You know, so you know, they waterproofed the upstairs area and filled it with a couple of feet of water so the dolphin could swim around comfortably and she would then live in the house. Okay. She's quoted in saying that she used to hate leaving. They would all get in their cars at the end of the day and leave, leaving the dolphins alone. Mm-hmm. So she... And, you know, like, she didn't think that was beneficial for what they were trying to accomplish. Sure. After a hard day's English lessons to dolphins, sometimes you just need to go home. Yep. Yep. Lily was totally on board with this idea, and they waterproofed the house and flooded it. Great. And human and dolphins could live together. As always dreamed. Yep. As God intended. (laughs) Love it chose Peter to be the one she would live with, so... She left the two female dolphins down in the ocean pool and brought the male upstairs. I think there was some sort of theory that the opposite sex would be able to bond right. easier. Okay. She would live in the house six days of the week. So, uh, sleeping on a makeshift bed in the middle of the room. Uh, there was like an elevator. That, so the bed was on the elevator part. Right. That would you know go between the pool and the house. Yeah. Uh, and then she would also do her paperwork on a desk suspe- suspended from the ceiling. Okay. On the seventh day, Peter would be let back down into the ocean pool and to spend the day with the two females, Pamela and Sissy. Okay. So that was the And setup. Pamela and Sissy were still getting the English lessons. Yes. Okay. Well, I think at this point they were actually getting some other research done, but we'll get into that afterwards. Oh, geez. The lessons would continue. Two formal speech lessons a day, but Lovett said the most progress was done when they had nothing to do. This was from an interview later in Lovett's life in which she reflected on her experience. And I yeah. quote, he was very, very interested in my anatomy. Oh, if, oh man. Okay. If I was just sitting here and my legs were in the water, he would come up and look at the back of my knee for a long time. <laughs> he wanted to know how that thing worked and I was so charmed by it. Man, don't kink shame. <laughs> As young Peter matured, (laughs) he started getting distracted. Okay. Apart from being known for being smart, there's another thing dolphins are known for. Have a a guess? I don't want to say it. (laughs) They're very sexual creatures. (laughs) I'm so glad I made you say it. They're very sexual. (laughs) I've got it written down. Sexual and sensual dolphins. And it seemed Peter- Naughty Peter. And it seemed Peter was becoming quite randy. How do I say it? Fond of love it. Oh, this again. is the bit that I was referencing before. Remember everything that's <laughs> happened until this point. Again, quoting from the interview: Peter liked to be with me. He would rub himself on my knee, or my foot, or my hand. And at first, I would put him downstairs with the girls. This, however, I'm not quoting her anymore. This, however, would prove to be a logistical nightmare. Also. It was quite frequent and it was very disruptive to the lessons. So, Lovett would take care of the distraction herself. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I can. I don't, I don't. <laughs> she, she, <laughs> she jacked off a dolphin. Yeah, pretty 
I just don't think that I can talk about that. <laughs> you're making me laugh. You're reacting. I've had time with this story. Like, I even know the story and like just hearing all the build up. And then she's just like, oh, look, the only thing I could do. And you, I was left with no other choice. I had to jack off the dog. <laughs> do you want me to? Do you, do you want to hear what she actually said? I've got another quote here. Yep. Okay. So, and I quote. I wasn't uncomfortable with it as long as it wasn't rough. It would oh, just be- <laughs> it would just become part of what was going on, like an itch. Just get rid of it, <laughs> scratch it, and move on. <laughs> just, just scratch it and just move on. Like an itch, just scratch it, and get rid just, of it. You know, it's just like you gotta wash your clothes, you gotta do the dishes, you gotta check off your top, you gotta wash your car. Oh, I should have put an MA15 plus warning at the front of this episode. <laughs> so, and I, I continue with Lovett's quote. Yeah. And that's how it seemed to work. That's how it seemed to work it's out. Great. It wasn't private. People could observe it. Oh, come on. <laughs> it wasn't sexual on my part. Sensuous, perhaps. Oh, no. It, it you, seems. No, you can't say sensuous. I just se- gave the dolphin a sensuous jacket. <laughs> <laughs> what? Hair job. Just a sensual hand job. It seemed to me that it made the bond closer, not because of the sexual activity, oh, but because come off it. but because of the lack of having to keep breaking. And that's really all it was. I was there to get to know Peter, and that was a part of Peter. Thoughts, boy? Uh, there's nothing I can say. There's nothing that I can say that adds to that. In summary, then, what what is she doing? In summary, <laughs> the dolphin has sexually matured. And has become a little bit naughtier. <laughs> and so she's decided, well, I've got no alternative, but no alternative. <laughs> no, no alternative but to beat off the dolphin. <laughs> How do you? Like, NASA funded this. <laughs> NASA. Just. Picture all those like serious dudes in launch control, yep. and then the the, the board and the camera to the right <laughs> in Florida, and here's this chick just like I just got to do it. It's just got to be done. Or the NASA boardroom, like oh, how's this project going? Yeah, good, good. How's the uh, Mercury? Oh, we finished up the Mercury. Yeah, finished Mercury. We're Pro- launching Gemini yeah, soon. Yeah, awesome. What's this? What, what's, what's this, this note here about what's dolphins? What's the dolphinarium? What's going on there? Oh, yeah, she's just given dolphin yeah, handjobs. We've had some difficulties with the dolphin getting a bit <laughs> we, randy. We had to give it handjobs. <laughs> and it was frequent. But yeah, she's like, oh, I have it every day, basically. Uh, oh. Okay, little side note here Hustler magazine would publish. Oh, a come story. on. <laughs> dolphin centerfold. You're not too far off it. Hustler magazine would publish a story about Lovett and Peter in the 1970s, complete with uh, like a drawing. And that that was how the story would get out, and it kind of overshadowed the whole experiment. Of course it did. Of course it did. did. But that's not the – that's not all they tried. Like this wasn't the only thing they tried to get dolphins to talk. (sighs) This is not going to get funny, is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, okay. So John Lilly had been good friends with – Ivan Tors, who was the producer for a little movie called Flipper. Right. Probably where Lily got his in uh, to get some dolphins. Yep. I think. Okay. Because he was part of the Miami movie, like Dolphin Studio, whatever, wherever I said it was. Your episode, boy. Yeah. I'm not going back to it. You heard it before. Anyway, Ivan's wife introduced Lily to LSD at a party in Hollywood years earlier. I, um, yep, that tracks. Lily was part of a small group of neuroscientists licensed by the American government to study the effects of LSD on the brain. They believed it had medicinal uses and could help treat mental illnesses. All right. It, the penny just dropped to me where this is going. He also liked to take part in the research himself. Oh. As in the LSD. Yeah, okay. All right. Yep. Yep. He liked, he liked to take in LSD. Yeah. Um, I imagine that at this time, a lot of people were. I, I remember reading something- was a quote from Jeff Bridges. Yep. Like the, the actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He also knew uh, John Lilly. He was introduced yep. for, uh, by Jeff's dad, I think. Is, is Jeff Bridges in Flipper? Must have been. I just straight up don't know. Must have been. Anyway, he was quoted in saying he saw John Lilly go from like scientist in white lab quote to full-blown hippie. 
Yeah, right. I mean, LSD will do that. Mm-hmm. This led him to giving the dolphins LSD. Yep. Theoretically, to s- stimulate their brain for increased like chances to speak. It didn't work out. No, who would have thought? <laughs> also, Lovett was not a fan. She was not happy that, you know, like- Not a special little boy, Peter. That's right. She was actually quite adamant not to give Peter LSD. I think the two females were yeah. given it. Um, but some of the observations of the dolphins during their trips was that they floated differently. Sure. And they did actually become more vocal. So, like, they- Oh, man. Yeah, they, they <laughs> measured it like- Dolphin not tripping was like zero. Um, and then dolphin on LSD when another intelligent animal, like another dolphin or a human come in, yeah. it went up 70%. Like, oh, wow. Like their noises and stuff they were making. That's pretty impressive. One of, one of the other- I don't know what it means. But. No. One of the other things uh, was mentioned that I think it- Who was- uh, Pamela was the shy one. Yeah. I think there was an accident or something happened and she was not very fond of humans. Like she would be like the opposite side of the tank to anyone right. who got in the pool with her. Yeah. When she was on LSD, a couple of minutes afterwards, she'd be like five feet away from people checking them out and stuff like that. So Okay. So it was like inhibition. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it did affect them. Um, okay. But not in the way they hoped. They weren't all of a sudden just going. Yeah. Like drop the hey, what's beat. up? Yeah. Yeah. Dropping some <laughs> dolphin rap. See what's happening with Peter? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do I get some of that? Yeah. <laughs> get me a hot stud. <laughs> oh, I don't have that written down, but you mentioned that. I did mm-hmm. look up if sexual encounters with dolphins happened anywhere else, and apparently there was a dude who, oh. yeah, not, I didn't get into it, but apparently there was a guy. Just icky. Both <laughs> icky. So the end result, we're getting to the end here. Yeah. So the other thing they did was give dolphins LSD. The end result, the dolphins never spoke English. Oh, didn't they? But this research did pave the way for future research into understanding dolphins' own language. Okay. Lily did get to the point where he could understand the basic communications of when the dolphins wanted them out of the pool or would allow them into the pool. Yeah. By the end of 1966, Lily's interest in the experiment dwindled and the funding ran out. So Dolphin House was shut down. The three dolphins were moved to another lab in Miami where the tanks were much smaller and hardly had any sunlight. Aww. Yeah. That's such a sad ending. It gets sadder. Oh. Um, so, yeah, I think by that time- I'm assuming that- Lily was, was just like, name? love it. Yeah. Well, what happened with love it? I'll she get to it. Okay. I'll get to it. So, unfortunately, there's a bit of a sad ending for Peter. Oh. Uh, about six months after being moved to the My- Miami lab, Peter yeah. committed suicide. Oh, no. Well, uh, he wasn't getting his daily, <laughs> daily wristies. As I said before, dolphins are not automatic breathers. Yeah. So they suspect that he just decided to stop breathing one day. Um, oh. And the theory goes that it was because he was separated from- Love it. From his human love of his life. Yeah, Margaret yeah. Love it, yeah. Some would say that he loved it. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> That's the- uh, It's like CSI Miami. Yeah, yeah. I got sunglasses. it. Thank you, yeah. So, a bit of a sad ending for, for your old Peter. That's so depressing. It is pretty, pretty depressing, isn't it? So, like, yeah, oh. they, they reckon he went into a depression and just decided to stop breathing. Oh. That's just not fun. No. What a downer. Uh, I've got the... So, as for John Lilly, in the following decades, he continued to study dolphin-human communications, exploring other ways to try talking to them. Some of it bizarrely mystical, employing telepathy, and some... Of it more scientific, using musical tones. No one else has ever tried to teach dolphins to speak English again. Shocking that they didn't continue this research. Mm. So some of this research, um, with the help of Frank Day, yeah, um, it kind of evolved into SETI. Oh, okay. Which is yep. the search for ex- extraterrestrial, yeah. mm. extraterrestrial intelligence. Yeah. So yeah, they're kind of still looking for aliens. I wouldn't say it's the basis for that. Mm. But it's like, how do you communicate with things that yeah. don't communicate the way you do? Yeah, it kind yeah. Of, yeah, kind of involved into that. And Margaret Lovett, mm. she stayed on the island, marrying the photographer who captured pictures of the experiment. Together, they moved back into Dolphin House, eventually converting it into a family home where they brought up their three daughters. She said she had very fond memories and happy memories of that place. My initial reaction to that is that that's really weird. You reckon? 
Yeah. Like, that's really weird. I think she only actually lived in the house for six months with the dolphin. Six months is a long time. Yeah, to be living in three foot of water. Um, And some of the other things she mentioned was um, there'd be a few nights, especially like the first night where she was kind of like laying there in the water like, yeah, what am I doing? Yeah, you would be. What am I doing? Why am I in water? Yeah. And then you're like, and she was like, there's people out there having drinks and going to dinner and I'm laying here. And then she's like, there's a fin and there's like this eye looking at her. Yeah. But then she kind of went, actually, this is kind of unique and kind of cool. Unique is one way to put it. I think that was before the- uh, Before the- The hand job started. (laughs) I just can't believe that that is something that happened in the real world. Yeah. That's a real story. That's- that's nuts, is what that is. <laughs> it's actually insane. Like, that might be the most insane thing we've talked about in this entire show. Yeah, I thought it was a good one. Like, of all the decisions- What, the the interactions with the dolphin or the fact that they gave him LSD or the whole thing where they tried to make every, them speak? The basic core idea was insane. Yeah. Let's get a dolphin to talk so that maybe they could be at the United <laughs> Nations. And then- I think that I think the United Nations was the pipe dream. I don't think it was like what they were trying to do. It was just they were trying to communicate it's in with the, the dolphins. book, John. Okay, but book. I think you can find if you Google man and dolphins. It's on like Google Books and stuff like that. It's, oh, no. we're getting a copy. <laughs> but like the core idea is insane. Yeah, and then the initial implicate like the initial attempt is insane of just like let's just get people to teach dolphins nonstop, mm-hmm. and then the escalation of that. Is insane. Living with the dolphin. Which is, let's actually just flood this entire house and have a person live in water for six months. Yeah. And then every escalation point after that is just insanity. <laughs> like, at what point? was Like, was she mid-stroke when she's like, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, was there a moment where she thought to herself, what am I doing here, oh, really? No, no, what she, is this? It's just something she had to do. It was her job, boy. Some people have crappy jobs. I just- <laughs> I just feel like if, actually, if you're giving a actually, to a dolphin, <laughs> it's time to reevaluate what you've cho- what you've chosen for yourself. I, I actually don't even know if she got paid. She, she originally, oh, she got paid. She originally volunteered for that position. She just rocked up. Remember just an to the internship. Yeah, I, I, I you get paid an experience. I I'm not. I, nowhere did it mention any like wages or anything like that. Yeah, but you'd assume if she was living in the house, she would have been paid. But it, yeah. You would think so. You would hope so. <laughs> and like everyone around it just seems to be like, yeah, I guess that's what she's got to do, you know? Just the guys up in the lab coach writing down notes like- <laughs> yeah, There's like serious scientists there like- Oh, this one went for three and a half minutes. <laughs> <laughs> that's an increase of 10% from last week. How do you follow this episode up now? Like, I think you were a little bit unsure of how this one would turn out. Oh, no, you? I knew how this was going to go. Great. Amazing. <laughs> well, that's why I set it up with the the young, no- he was a bit naughty. Naughty Peter. <laughs> naughty Peter. What? Like, okay. All right. So this one. That's the end. I don't have any is, more information. This is the end of the story. We got to get some, we got to get some opinions on this one. You want some opinions? I want people posting their opinions on this story. Like if it was too far or if what, you, what her actions, like you want to know I people- I just want to hear what people think about this. Okay, just, I want to hear what people have to right. say about this dolphin experiment. <laughs> the dolphin house. The dolphin house. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's just- I, I can't I believe can't, it. There's it, nothing it, more I can say. <laughs> I'm, I'm stumped with what to say about this story. Yeah. The probing dolphin brains, giving them was, LSD- like at the end of it, there's no like, oh, these were the findings that you yeah. know changed humanity. Like, no, it's just a, ch- <laughs> it's just a chick pleasure in a dolphin. <laughs> That's probably about. We shouldn't be saying it that way. The just whole time. a chick giving a happy ending to a dolphin. <laughs> oh, there were there were some benefits. Like like I said, at it, some point the dolphin it, would have learnt what he had to do to get it too. Yeah, I think so. It was mentioned like he would nip at her leg or something like that. and Oh, get her in the mood. Yeah. A little bit of foreplay. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> All right, we've got to run. <laughs> I'm broken out of this it's episode. It's too late for this shit. <laughs> it's like quarter past ten. I can't be talking about dolphin hair jobs anymore. <laughs>
Oh, I gave <laughs> I gave Kirsty the quick rundown before, like yep. printing it out. She's just just that she was like, "Ew, yeah." Completely different reaction to you. <laughs> it's you as well. Trust yeah, me. I know. Oh, but she okay. Did, she did not laugh at all. She did not find the funny side of it. I hope that people do. Otherwise, they've had a really bad half hour. <laughs> all right, guys, let's wrap this one up. Um, please at Cheeky Tales Pod. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, get on there. I'm sure there's going to be some things said about we, this. Yeah, we, Aaron uh, wants to hear your feedback. I want to hear it. I want to hear what you got to say about Dolphin House, um, especially about Randy Peter. Um, yeah, thank you, <laughs> Randy Peter. Oh, I, don't, um, I don't know if the house still exists. Oh, I'm going to have to find out yep. and put a photo up if we can find it. Um, yeah, please share us with your friends. Um, if this has not been your favorite episode, maybe share another one. If this one has been your favorite episode, great. Love it. Share it. Love it. Yep. Well, uh, there uh, it is again. Uh, Love it. Um, yeah. Uh, sharing, <clears throat> sharing the podcast is absolutely the best and really only way to share a podcast. Um, Promote a podcast. Yeah. yeah. Get it out there. Um, get people listening. Um, share these stories. Um, we don't just tell them for the fun of them. We do think that it's really funny. A lot of this stuff. Um, <laughs> you found this one funny. This one was cracker. But a lot of these stories, I just love them. I think that things like this just have to get out there. Like, this is what the human race once did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's get it out there uh, if you like it. Um, if not, that's fine. Go find another podcast. I don't know how to do a wrap up to this. I'm, I'm just- I've broken Aaron. I am absolutely broken. I'm normally very good at getting this ending done, but I can't today. Uh, so yeah, just hit us on the socials and share it if you want. If not, cool, but definitely do. Share it with a friend who likes sea life. The uh, socials post this week will be G-rated, so no yes. worries about that. It will be a G-rated post. But there are plenty of photos of Love It with the dolphin, the house. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'll be cool. That will, It'll be good to see, put some names to some faces. Yeah. Um, great. Thank you for listening this week, and um, i got a hard act to follow. <laughs> we'll see you next fortnight. Why did you have to say hard? Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) Goodbye.